welcome to the Ask Sue Show. Hope everybody's all okay. Welcome to everybody who's in the chat room. Seem to be having a few problems again with the sharing of the show via Blog Talk Radio. So thanks to Blog Talk Radio for that again. Um, of course, it is Tuesday, which means it's got to be our special co-host, Howard Einstein. Hi, Howard. How are you doing? Well, welcome back, my friend, after your uh, little vacation. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I hope you, you got I hope you got some rest. <laughs> The way it's been on Facebook, I can honestly say right now, it feels as if I've um, been away for about six months catching up with everybody and getting told off for having too long away, I think. <laughs> well, that's okay. Listen, we all we all get told off. My mother tells me off, so it's all good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so how's your week been? My week has been good. It's busy, busy at work, and uh, life is pretty good. So I just have a few things to say, then I'll turn it over to the Queen. First of all, I would like to dedicate this show to a very good friend and a, a friend, good friend of the show who shares a lot. And my good friend, our good friend Pebbles, will be yep. celebrating her 29th birthday on Friday. So I would like <laughs> to wish her a happy birthday. And who knows, maybe later we'll get a couple of people to sing happy birthday to her. But truly... Uh, Pebbles is wonderful. She supports the show. She's an amazing advocate, and I just love her to death, and I know you do too, Sue. So happy birthday, uh, Pebbles. She's probably in her green pajamas. You know, when you're 29 years old, you have to do these things. So. Well, absolutely, <laughs> and I would like to comment many more about that. That's right. And the big news is the judge ruled that Keisha will be going before a jury. This is the big yes. news. After 26 long months. So they go back to court on the 24th. I don't know if, uh, exactly what will happen. I don't know if they're going to pick the jury then or what's going to happen, but her her, uh, her motion was denied after many, many months and years, and she will be going to trial. So the, the her fate will now be in the jurors' hands. So one thing I wanted to say, Sue, and it may not be a popular opinion, but I really don't care. You know, I've seen a lot of people on Facebook really bashing Keisha with some really foul language. The thing that bothers me is, one of the things is, you know, some of the pages are friendly pages, and this kid's on there, and I just don't think it's appropriate to see that language with Patrick's picture. It really, really bothers me, and that's just me. People, you know, I'm sure I'm going to get some PMs saying shame, shame, but, you know, something, it's just not the way you do it, and I really believe in my heart that it's going to sound corny. I don't think Patrick would agree with that. Let her go, mm -hmm. to, let her go to court and let the jury decide her fate. I don't hate anyone. Karma will deal with it. And the main the main thing is how many, like we've said a hundred times, so how many people Patrick's brought together. He's happy. He's safe. The law is going to change in New Jersey. And I think instead of people, and, and you know something, I know they mean well. I just think people are angry. And I was angry in the beginning too. But I think we could put our efforts towards better things. And, and don't misunderstand me. All these people are amazing advocates. And I know they're venting, but I just don't think it's a healthy thing to do you know, in the groups and stuff. So that's, you know, that's just my opinion. I just, um, yeah. you yeah, know. The other thing to that is, Howard, that to not, um, they always say, don't they, but I can hear me now saying it now, two wrongs don't make a right. Correct. Correct. You know, it, it doesn't matter how much we bash somebody for it. At the end of the day, it's not going to change anything. And the other thing is that I want to bring up is, Howard, I wonder how much it's actually cost for all of this. That's a good question. I'm sure it's um, you know I'm sure it's public records, and I'm sure I'm sure one of our listeners can uh, uh, can research it. But I'm sure it's cost a lot, a lot of money. I'm sure it's cost a lot of money. So you know, I'm thinking. I wonder how much could have gone towards a shelter as well. Did, did exactly. it have to be strung out? 
so long, really. Exactly. Isn't, isn't that, couldn't we put a law in place nowadays that, you know, you, you commit to crime, we know we've got the evidence, right, let's go. Why do yeah. you have to be strung out so much? This is I just get, ridiculous. Yeah, well, I, I know, been, like, obviously, somebody will be bringing in and say, but Sue, it's this law and it's that law and the other. I'm just saying it's costing at the end of the day, and that's wrong. It is, it is. And on a positive note, next Wednesday is the second annual Go Green Day in support of Patrick. So people all over the world will be wearing uh, green. Um, if you'd like to make a donation to your local shelter, if you want to go to the shelter that day, take a picture, cross-post it, go and walk a dog, just wear the green. You don't have to spend any money. Wear the green. Someone says, why are you wearing green? Tell them the Patrick story because it's truly, you know, I I know I'm crazy with it, but it it is truly an amazing story. And, um and you know it, it could it can definitely inspire future um, uh, future advocates. So yeah. um, and that's good. And we have our new page. I'm proud to be an animal advocate. I'm you're on there with me, and I'm proud to say Sue that we in the page is three weeks old, and we have over 1,100 likes. Yep. So I've I'm been just sharing that and adding I know people left, right, and center. <laughs> and I'm not, you know I'm making it a fun page. I'm posting um, fun pictures of. People want to um, post for transporting, rescuing, whatever they want to do. But I just, you know, it's about time we're honored. And, and you know something, we're all modest, we're all humble. It's not about us, but we should take a bow because we all do a lot of good stuff. And and, yeah. and I want to say that we should all be proud of ourselves. You know, we all get caught up in the madness. But at the end of the day, we are truly the voice for the voiceless, and we are helping them. Yeah, absolutely. So with no further ado, here's Sue. I don't know what to say now. <laughs> <laughs> it's been absolute crazy, hasn't it? I, it's yes. just so much has been going on. You know, we've done, um, or I've got to say a big hello to Kathy, who is feeling very much under weather. She's full of a cold, has been in bed most of the day. Uh-huh. And, and you know what me and Kathy like, we talk all the time, and uh, I need her to, to get better. Um, as soon as possible, because obviously, you know, we're working as a team and she does a lot behind the scenes. Absolutely. And what we have in a few days off, and Kathy not being very well, and, and had said she was going to take a couple of days off at the same time, because we just absolutely drained ourselves, Howard. And we, just we did, said, I know. We just, need, we just need to have a break, you know? You do. Um, and I, just to let everybody know, the people have messaged me saying it's good for me to have time off. I appreciate that. I have had some fun time with the family. Um, got a suntan, believe it or not. In the UK, it is beautiful weather. I'm going to touch wood while, before I go and jinx it. <laughs> um, but it's absolutely gorgeous. You know, we've been out in the garden. We've been having fun. And uh, I've just... And, uh, uh, and I've got to just say that Kimberly's just sat by me with a drink. I'm just going to make sure that it's not a cup of tea. No, she's just nicking milk, so it's okay. Um, Miss Kimberly, tell her hello for us. Tell her hello for us. A big hello from Howard and everybody. She, she's nodding. <laughs> she gonna, is she going to come on and make her debut and say hello? or? Are you, are you going to go and say hello, Kim, on the show? No, she's shaking her head, no. <laughs> she won't do it, huh? Okay, okay. Okay, oh, that's okay. Anyway, we may have some surprise guests calling in today, so I think we'll have a flurry of calls today, I have a feeling. So hopefully it'll be excellent, another excellent. exciting Tuesday. Good, good. Now, we've got a caller already waiting that I've just noticed, so let's um, see who this is waiting on the line. Uh, area code 417, hi, welcome to the show. Well, hi there. Hello. This is, this is Denise. Hi, Denise. Hi, Denise, how are you doing? Oh, I finally got my phone turned back on again. Friend in how, how are you, love? First of all, I feel like I need to give you a massive hug. 
because I know that you've been to, well, I'm just going to say, you've been to hell and back with one thing or another. You know, tell people, I haven't had a chance to catch up with you personally, as you've just heard. I've had a couple of days off, and I've not had a chance to catch up with you. So how is it going? You know, tell us what's been happening and what help we can chuck towards you. Well, a fr- another friend of mine in Illinois paid for my trip to be repaired. Now, now, this is the strangest thing. My truck's been down for a long time. No one would look at it. It was an $80 repair bill. $80? Good grief. I've been, been stranded all this time for an $80 repair bill. So I'm back good. on the road again. I oh, Because I... I have had no phone for, I don't know, two, just over a week and a half. Uh, the first thing I heard when I got a phone back on again was that my mother's in the hospital with a broken leg. Oh, no. So it's, you know, and I'm an only child. It's really important that I try to find rescue for my horses. It really is. Right. So, so Denise, remind us, you know, what area are you in and tell us about your horses and, and what you actually need. I only have three horses left for rescue. These are horses that I bred and I raised for my grandchildren. Okay. All three are injured, seriously injured. The last one was injured after we came to Missouri. We leased a property right next to White Supremists who were letting off explosions and rapid-fire weapons. And and she, she actually went, with all the horses, went through a fence line and fractured her hip. But they're all sound enough and healthy enough to live. They will never be sound enough to ride. Okay. And unfortunately, they have piss and vinegar running through their blood. They're not really, right. You can do anything with them once you catch them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Ca- Sorry, Denise. Catching them sometimes proves difficult. Denise, whereabouts are you again? Sorry. Right now, I'm in Arkansas, and I'm going to be heading back towards Branson. Okay. I've had a a, a pasture offered as a temporary fix. So I'm going to try to pick the horses up in Cape Fair and transport them to Springfield. Now, the problem about this pasture is that he has a stallion running in the pasture. And I have three open mares. So I've done everything to delay this because I really don't want to wreck in my hands. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Right, so, sorry, where, whereabouts is that, Denise? Sorry, I've, obviously I'm in the UK, so keep me up to the, Whereabouts um, is their actual destination at the minute? Where are the horses? Uh, the horses are uh, about nine miles outside of Branson. That's Missouri, right, Denise? Branson, Missouri, yeah. Okay, I know where that is. 
Yeah. Right. I'm okay. Well, we've actually got somebody in the chat room who's actually near. Who is in Missouri? So we might be able to. She might know a few people. Um, Kristen, if you know any help, um, by all means, give us a ring in. Okay. Right, Kristen, give us a call in if if you know if you can offer any advice at all. By all means. Um, sorry, let me just see if I've got anything else here waiting. Hold on. I actually I actually found a foster home for them because I was trying to go back to England because my mum is ill. Yeah. And, and and then I found out I couldn't get to England because the British Embassy wouldn't issue me a passport. Hmm. But I found a foster home um, near Tucson. We couldn't find transportation. Right. And I don't, I don't know whether she would foster. If I, uh, I, I don't know whether she would foster the length of time I may need foster. Right. I see what you mean. I see what you mean. And this is what, thing, isn't it? What's, that's, ha- that's what's happened in this is that I've realised when you don't have your own facility. And you can't afford the rent, and you can't the, the rent they're asking, and you can't afford to refinance. That yeah. I'm in a real precarious position. Hmm. Anything knocks me off balance, and it's actually scared me from my horses because I hmm. I slept outside for six years trying to protect the horses. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. it's, uh, you know, you come to a time where you say, you know, for their welfare, maybe I'd let go. Yeah. I'm just forwarding, Denise, your um, Facebook account onto um, Kristen, okay? And she's in Missouri. She may be able to help you, okay? Now, um... I also asked in in the letter I wrote if anybody knew a lawyer. Okay. Are 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 law students listening? Anybody who will be willing to take on a state? Okay. And that's a hard one. That is hard. Right. Okay. I don't have any um, internet access right now, but I wrote I got a letter ready to go to George Galloway. I'll okay. make believers. I'll make believers of these people, one way or the other. Yeah. See, Kristen may be able to help you with that. I'm not saying poor old Kristen. She, every time she comes in this chat room, she gets bombarded by me. <laughs> Kristen is an absolute angel, Denise. She is a beautiful, beautiful person. She'll be going bright red again and telling me off soon. She's a lovely, lovely person who does a lot for people and tries to help, do you know what I mean? And she might know of somebody in your area as far as attorney or some sort of legal representative or whatever you're looking for, do you know what I mean? Well, um, no, the, 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 I have to go back to New Mexico to do that. Right, okay. Because, um, because the lawsuit would be against the state of New Mexico. Right, okay. Well, because Kristen's just put, um, she put the Missouri Animal Alliance legislation has a lot of contacts. Have you heard of them at all, Denise? I've contacted everybody in the state of Missouri. Right, okay. Okay. And what, what I'm what I'm finding out is that the rescues who do have room are saying, Well, you know, we, we don't want to have to chase around after horses, which 
if you let them go down to the next step on their neck, that's what you're going to do. Yeah. And I don't want anybody to take them if they don't know the nature of the horse. Yeah. It's important that people know. Well, hopefully, yeah. able to, yeah, hopefully Kristen will be able to help us a little with this. So. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Because Kristen is, is, I don't by the looks of it, Kristen isn't too far away from you. Um, right. Uh, do you know of uh, somebody called Amy Cox? No. Right, the name okay. sounds no, awful familiar. Yeah, well, Kristen's just put, she hasn't contacted Amy Fox, so maybe that might be somebody that Kristen will put you in touch with. Um, but are you no, able I, to I, I don't have any internet connection, so somebody would have to phone right. me or text what? me. Yeah, what I'm just doing, if anybody wants to message me, I will forward Denise's number to you, because, Denise, I've got your number, haven't I, in my inbox? Uh-huh. I'm sure somewhere, so I'll I'll find that for you. That's when my internet's not going stupid again. Um, hold on, let me just find... See if that's sent. Hold on. Oh, everything's just gone really slow on my whole internet now. It does this to me every single time, doesn't it? <laughs> Hold on. Uh, I'll forward that on to um, Kristen after the show, Denise, okay? But if anybody else wants to contact me with regard to Denise, by all means, you can email me at asksueshow at gmail.com. And that's asksueshow at gmail.com. Whereabouts does your mum live in the UK? She's in she's in Wakefield, Yorkshire. That's right, that's right. I remember now. Yeah. Well to be honest, if I actually that's... had a car, I would actually say to you, I'll go up and see her and just make sure she's okay and everything and if she needed anything, do you know what I mean? Oh, this is you know, she keeps begging me to go home. I mean begging me. Yeah. I'm an only child and I and I, I, I can't explain to her she's eighty seven. I can't yeah. explain. They will not issue a passport because I've lost everything. Mm-hmm. Because her first reaction is, "Where's my home?" Yeah. Where is oh. you know? Where is my home that I paid for? I I I I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. So I did. I did. I don't know what your opinion of George Galloway is. I love the man. I absolutely love him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll be honest, I don't know Howard, do you know him? No, no I don't Sue, honestly I don't he's a, No, he's we a, don't know a, him You don't know George Galloway? No, I never no, heard the I, name no. he's, a, he's actually a Scottish man Who is now a West Yorkshire MP Right uh-huh. And he takes on Literally Any injustice he sees He just takes the bull by the horn I mean hmm. He is, and I wrote to him and I told him, honestly, I said, this is the way it goes. My father died in Criddleston Pit. I'm a coal miner's daughter. Yeah. My mother, when my father got killed in the pit, my mom took the money that the NBC gave, which was a trivial amount, and she bought a house. And she sold that house for a bungalow. She sold that bungalow for a house in America. Now she's having to support a convicted felon. Good grief. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's a cruel world out there, Denise, yeah, isn't it? Sure Honestly. Is. I mean, I 
so feel for you. And if anybody can help Denise in any shape or form, whatever it may be, maybe it's, it, I don't care if it's financially, I don't care if it's fostering of the horses, it's maybe you can rehome them, anything at all, please give me an email, asksueshow at gmail.com. Um, Denise, just tell us again, what was your um, blog you wrote that anybody wants to read up on your story? It was uh, it was RobertHuckinsVictims dot com. That's R O B E R T. The surname was Huckins H U C K I N S, and it, the the last name is just Victims, and it will take you right to the blog. Great, great. Right, okay. Let me find that as well, and I'll put that back out there for you as well. And it's um, actually a friend in Florida that that. that persuaded me to sue the state of New Mexico because on your blog I actually put a letter from the daughters of Dorothy who died. I don't know whether you read that or not, but it was heartbreaking. That happened 10 years before I ever hired Robert Huckins. See, the state of New Mexico allowed him to go on with impunity. They just covered it for him. Good grief. Uh, the white-collar criminal crime investigators and myself went around and collected $20,000 in hot checks, and the DA's office lost them. Oh, really? Wow. Oh, lost them. So degree. Do you know, there's so many things like this, isn't there? You know, people are just literally... How many do you reckon people-wise have actually been burnt by the same person, Denise? By this one, I sat down with Senator Adair, and I counted there was $680,000 in one year. Now, that's the ones we knew of. Now, you've got to remember, this has been going on for 15 years. The problem is is that every time somebody had their money stolen, they would go to the DA's office. And the DA's office would say, we can't do anything about him. And they'd send him away. So when I came along and it was my turn, I actually printed a T-shirt and flyers and and I drug in the. (laughs) I actually phoned the office of the governor and told him to. I told his aide, "You tell him to get two bedrooms ready. My mother and I are moving in." (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, that's so wrong. And and then, only then, we're talking about 15 years later, only then did the DA's office write an article in the paper saying, if you feel you've been the victim of embezzlement by Robert Huckins, please come back to the DA's office. Good grief. Well, by that time, there was all these 80-year-old and 90-year-old women who felt so stupid that he walked off with forty, you know, fifty, sixty thousand dollars. They didn't dare admit it. No, exactly, exactly. And the thing is, it's having to go through it all again as well. And people don't want to go through it all again. It's like you know, when you you get attacked or anything, you don't want to go through it all again and go and re- remind yourself of exactly what you've done and what you've lost because it's too heartbreaking. Exactly, exactly. Well, I, I, I had these illusions of, of, uh, of, um, 
when it, I'm an idealist. I, you know, I talked with a friend of mine this morning who, who paid my repair bill. And I said, the problem with people like me is that I don't know what's wrong with the rest of the world. Yeah. Because I, I just work on a system where you're supposed to care about people and about animals. You're supposed to be compassionate. You're supposed to be caring. That's, that's the way God made me. So yeah. I walk around through life thinking, why are these people doing this? How strange, you know? But but this man is a genuine, truly a genuine narcissistic personality. Yeah, well, that's genuine uh, for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. Definitely. Yeah, he just he just believes that anything that anybody's got, he has an absolute right to. Doesn't make any difference what he does to them. I, I'm thinking, Denise, maybe we ought to do a show and perhaps we should actually ring him live on the show. Well, what I've been wanting to do, and I haven't found this courage yet because I'm frightened to get me up in harassment. His cousin, his brother, is a contractor that builds government houses in Guam for the military. His mother is a famous artist known worldwide. His cousin is a famous doctor who happens to be a member of the Tea Party. His cousin gave me a reference before I hired Huggins. Really? His cousin opened up a domestic violence shelter and named it after their grandmother to empower women. Oh, great. Wow. So, in other words, we need to ring them all up first. Well, I wanted to call Dr. Ogilvy and say, well, I ask it on my blog. I mean, I'm very I'm very open, I say, and I step right. Everything I put on my blog is absolute truth. Yeah. Absolute. I stick it. One newspaper says they're threatening to sue me over my blog, and they say, go ahead, we'll really go to town with that. Yeah. And I asked the family, you sat there, his mother sat there when I signed contract. Sat there. His cousin gave me a reference. I have the most sparkling family in America. Building me a, a facility to have a, a home and a military program. Yeah. Wow. And somebody figured out that it cost me a total in the time I started with the court case to the end, a quarter of a million dollars. Wow. Good grief. Wow. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, listen, Denise, what I'll do is that obviously I've got your I've got you on Facebook, but I I know I've got your number in there somewhere. And if anybody can help um Denise in any way, please give me an email, asusshow at gmail dot com. And I will certainly email you straight back with Denise's details. And, you know, if there's anything anybody can suggest or help in any way, please get in touch with me. And that's asksueshow at gmail.com. Now, Denise, I know you've had a real tough time of it, love, and I, I really do appreciate you calling in and giving us an update on of how you're getting on, okay? Um, but please keep in touch with me, won't you? I'm, I'm back on Facebook again. I've had a couple of days off, but I'm back on, I think. <laughs> 
Well, I'm so, not online, but anybody, you, you're welcome to give my phone number out to anybody. Okay, and, well, that's uh, fine. That's good fine. Luck <laughs> good luck the, to you, my friend. You're, you're truly an inspiration, and anything Sue can do, I know she will. Well, the priority right now, amongst all the chaos that's going on, the priority really is making sure my horses are safe and in a safe place, and I don't have to panic about them. Yeah. Well, we'll see what we can do with the horses um, and see if somebody can help me that. And I'll have a word with Kristen and see if maybe she can uh, help you as well, okay? Thank you very much. God bless. Okay, and, and God Kristen bless. is absolutely lovely, Denise, so you've got no worries with Kristen, I promise you. <laughs> All right. All right, then, darling. I'll speak to you soon. Talk to you later. God bless. Okay, God cheers, bless. Denise. Thank you. Bye-bye. Unbelievable. Just unbelievable. I mean, we've had Denise on a couple of times, Howard, yes. and I can honestly say to everybody right now, if I got the money to help that poor woman out, I promise you, I would be sending her some money to help it now because she's just been robbed well and truly. And if anybody else has actually been robbed by this same guy, please get in touch with me um, because I, I would love to know how many people have actually been caught out by the same guy. It's so wrong, Howard. You know, she, she saved up her money, she came, went over and everything, and then this is what you get back. You know, it's just so wrong. It is. People so are, wrong. People are evil. People are yeah. evil. Definitely. Not Definitely. the animals, people. Yeah. Well, we keep saying it, don't we? People in society do nothing for us half the time. It's hard. Yep. Just it horrible. is hard. Just hard. Um, if anybody else wants to call in, uh, the number is 347-327-9694. Um, give us a call in if you've got some updates. Um, right, what was I going to say to you, Howard? There's something I was going to bring to you. Um, there was something I had here somewhere. Let me just have a look. Uh, hold on a minute. Now, I'm going to tell everybody, uh, put this into the chat room. It's about a petition that's going on at the moment, and it's mm-hmm. just it's for bully, boss, and... Ca- ca- I'm going to say this wrong. So, Kalua? It's K-A-H-L-U-A. And on, the aug- on August the 14th, 2012, in Palm Beach County, Florida, PBSO deputies shot and killed three beloved dogs, Bully, Boss, and Kalua. I hope I'm saying that right. After step- stepping onto their, gu- their gated property. Um, mm-hmm. Now, I want everybody please to sign that petition. Uh, they've got 7,301 supporters so far. Um, they're needing to try and get 10,000 people. So please, everybody, go and have a look at the um, petition. And uh, please share that with everybody. Let's see if we can get that put up everywhere. Um, Let me have a look. We've got a trial for London, the two-legged pit bull, rescheduled for May the 14th. A jury trial for the former owners of London, the pit bull puppy, whose front two legs were amputated after severe abuse and neglect, has been rescheduled again. The trial was originally slated for 22nd of January, in Crescent City, California, um, and obviously, and it's been obviously put off again. So, and that was updated. It's been updated on the seventh of May. So, let's hope that uh, we can get some more information on that very soon. I'll put that all link also into the chat room. Oh, I did have something to read here. Oh yeah. This is from the captain at the NJSPCA. It's seasonal warning. Please remember that hotworm is easy to prevent and difficult to treat. 
Protect your dog from heartworm by using preventative medication. Heartworm can only be transmitted to your dog by mosquitoes, and it is not contagious or passed from one dog to another. Although rare, humans can also be visited by this parasite, but in humans it's not, the, it's not threatening as it is with dogs if untreated. Please take precautions, and remember heartworm is treatable and, and curable if found early. So it's just a matter of, you know, it's just a matter of taking preventative measures because that heartworm is not a fun thing, not a fun thing at all. Yeah, so, yeah. And with the season coming here with the crazy weather and everything, so just thought I'd put that out there, everyone. Exactly, exactly. Um, now, what else was I going to have um, come forward? Something else I was going to say. Oh, do you know what? There was something early on. Let me just have a look on the RC Erosion Network. It might remind me. Um, obviously, the the page is growing, Howard. You know, we could do with some more likes, but um, got, it's such a busy. But you know, we're getting a lot of shares, so it's working mm-hmm. well. Um, yeah. There was there was something I I saw, and I can't. You know, when you've seen something, and I've thought I need to say to about that, but <laughs> oh, I can't find it. It's all your oh, day. Oh yeah, or... here you go. <laughs> How about this one for a mad one? Mm-hmm. And I wrote this on my rant page as well today. Has the world gone mad? They want us to tie up our dogs in case of a burglar. Yep. It's actually in the UK Daily Mail, okay? I know you guys are America, but you know you know what it's like? One catches on to it, they'll all have the idea. It's um, they're asking the uh, dog owners to, um, no, let me rephrase that. Dog owners could be forced to die up pets in case they bite a burglar. <laughs> dog owners might have to tie up their pets to stop them attacking burglars, police have warned, amid growing controversy over a clampdown on dangerous animals. The Association of Chief Police Officers say planned amendments to the Dangerous Dog Act could leave householders liable for prosecution if their dog bites a burglar while they are out. Minister wants to close the loophole in the law that makes it difficult to prosecute dog attacks that take place on private property. I tell you what, I think the world's gone absolutely oh crazy. Oh my God! This that is, the move, that is the move which we we which will be included in next week's Queen's speech follows a string of attacks on children, postmen, and health visitors on private land. The proposals will include a defence of for people whose dogs attack a burglar while they are at home. But critics warn the defence will not protect owners if a burglar is attacked while they are out or if they're attacked takes place in the garden or an outbuilding. The loophole in the proposals will leave dog owners open to potential fines up to £5,000 or even a two-year jail sentence if their pet attacks an intruder while they are not at home. Now the ACPO, the organisation which represents senior police officers, has warned that the plans will favour burglars. In a letter to MPs, they said the police would rather the householder was given a defence in law uh, to uh, prevent prosecution if a dog attacks a burglar while they are out. Unbelievable. Howard, has the world gone mad? That's re- that it has really gone mad. Now I've heard it all. This this, this just popped it all. <laughs> I can honestly say, uh, what a load of rubbish. And yet, uh, I, I've got to say that obviously the rest of them must be all right behind me because Andrew's put unbelievable load of crap soon. I tell you what, it's gone crazy. It's as simple as this. It doesn't need to be a law. It doesn't need to be a law. It's simple as this. 
Make sure that the burglars, one, when they do a crime, you actually give them something that's going to make them think about doing it before they do it in the first place. Again, our society, our, you know, our laws and our governments aren't doing enough for that. <laughs> Second thing is, if you break into my house at the end of the day and my dog rips at your arm, I will gladly say that I did it to you and I will leave you to, to, to leave my dog where it is because you're not going to kill my dog. And I will serve time for what I have done to you. Because at the end of the day, my dog is protecting me and my family. And whoever protects me and my family, whether it be a person, family member or whoever, I will stand by them. There's no way they would put my dog down. If somebody was coming into my house and and my dog protected my family, there's no court in the world that is going to take my dog off me. No. You better believe it. That's crazy. That's absolutely nuts. I'll tell you what, the sooner we get these politicians on this show and ask them some questions severely outright, you know, let's just get this realistically, okay? Let's just imagine that, you know, the old corgis in the, um, in the, with the queen, okay? Mm -hmm. They have a break-in and the corgi goes and bites somebody. Mm -hmm. Are you really going to tell me the queen's going to say, yep, you can have my dog put down? Really? Yeah, Yeah, come on, give me a break. That's ridiculous. You know, and it's, it's like Christmas just said, most state laws protect dogs who attack trespassers. Mm-hmm. That, that's unbelievable. That, that's it's that's simple, isn't it? There doesn't need to be a law. Just stay off my land, stay at my house, and keep your fingers off my stuff. Yeah. Simple. I, I mean, someone comes into your house, your property that you own, and come on. That, that's, that's, that's absolutely ludicrous. I've never heard of such a thing. That's all Unbel- Unbelievable. I know in the U.S. if someone breaks into your house and you feel threatened, you can shoot them. I know that. I know that's a law. Well, it's okay because Kristen will be here when with me for this. At the end of the day, the police can walk into your garden and go and shoot your dogs and they can just say, sorry, I was scared, and then they walk off and it doesn't matter. They don't get nothing for it. Of course. Of course. It's, you know, that's the other dub- side of the coin. There's a double standard all the time. Yep. So, unbelievable. So, so let's just realistically think. So the police can shoot your dogs in America just because the police walk into their garden and they're frightened or whatever, and obviously they're going to try and protect you. Mm -hmm. So that's the one side. But here in the U.K., we'll let the burglars walk in, but the dogs aren't allowed to attack them them because, good grief, the burglars might get hurt. (laughs) That's great, isn't it? So you're (laughs) – I tell you. (laughs) So you don't call the cops because at the end of the day, you're just going to have your dog shot. Oh, yeah. we'll call the cops because we can't have our dogs protect us anyway. Oh my God, I haven't even had a drink yet. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to grasp all this. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe oh, I should have a drink, goodness. then I'll understand it better. See, it's oh boy, crazy. Rosie's growling. Oh my God, Rosie's growling. She's not too happy at this now. She's hearing this. I, I can imagine. <laughs> she said, "Well, she'll my dogs are just sleeping, knowing that I'll be um, protecting them before I protect the burglar." Oh, my goodness, I'm telling you. Just unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Kristen is laughing her head off in the chat room. She obviously loves my little rant there. Oh, yeah, of course. (laughs) Of course. I told her to call in. She hasn't called in in a long time. I'd like to hear her voice. Actually, she's been to see Jim Crosby as well. I haven't spoke to her since she's been to see Jim, so it would be good to have an update because I know that she's been very busy as usual in the background. So, Kristen, give us a call in. We need an update. That's right. No pressure, Kristen, but it would be nice to hear your voice and give us an update. No pressure, though. Don't feel any pressure. It's not a problem. She's, she's <laughs> looking for an earpiece, and she can't find it. 
Ah, likely story. Likely excuse. Yeah, it's okay. It's as good as me when I'm trying to do sort out a website. Yeah, she laughed at me with things like that too. Oh God, unbelievable! Absolutely <laughs> unbelievable. I'm telling you. So, it's very quiet in the old. Um, on yeah, the quiet radio tonight. You know what's? Uh, don't quiet. worry. The second half of the show will have callers. Always happens so every week. Yeah, yeah. Usually the last five minutes of the show. Yes, then people call in. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> And there was, oh, um, I, did, I did see an update on Philly. I guess they're still, I guess his leg's a little better, so they're still waiting to see uh, what's going on with that. So I have, hope, hopefully he will not lose the leg. Yeah, yeah. Let me just come look at their latest. Uh, and those were, latest. and those, and those I have to say were three good officers. Oh, yes, definitely. Um, right, Sunday, their latest status was hello, Philly family and friends. Oh, they've done the PH with everything, aren't they now? Billy is still a very happy boy, as you can see. We want to say that when only one ear is up, it means that he's at his happiest. Billy was so excited to hear everyone's comments the other day. He he knows he is truly loved. We'll have an update for you soon from Dr. D. He has an appointment in the beginning of the week, and we can't wait to share what our next step will be. Thank you again. Uh Oh, and he does look so happy and so well. He looks amazing, doesn't doesn't he? He, he, does, oh, he, he looks absolutely him. amazing. You know, oh, God absolutely bless, fantastic. God bless those three officers. Plus, I think the whole station's adopted him, too. Yes. So, yes, you know, there are, some good, there are some good stories out there with the police officers. Definitely. Oh, he looks so happy. Bless him. Yeah, hopefully I'll he get does, to meet him. It, yeah, he's only a... So- He's only about a half hour from where I live, so hopefully one day, one day I may just surprise him and go down there. <laughs> yes, definitely. Oh, he looks so well, though, doesn't he? When you think what he would look like when they first got him and everything. Yeah, remember? He just five, looks yeah. absolutely beautiful. Yep, he was limping, he wasn't eating, they said, and just, you know, it's amazing what a little love will do. Yeah, exactly, absolutely. Oh, bless. So, have we got any other updates? Um, uh, no, another update that I can think of, really. Yeah, Kristen's said, saying she's got lots of good cop stories. Really? Yes. Oh, I see. She's saying lots of cop, good cop stories, yes. Oh, good. Well, we need to hear those. Yeah, Definitely. She's saying, so that's good. Now, um, shall we have... What, t- what time are we doing here? Oh, we'll wait another few minutes, and then we'll have a little song. Okay. And then uh, we'll start with the second half and uh, wait for people to call in. Yes, hopefully. Um <laughs> What do we do? I'm just trying to think what else was the other thing. I've done the one about the... Uh, let me just see what else there was. There were some other things. I, it's because this computer's gone too slow, it hasn't saved what I wanted it to save. Let me just delete a couple of these things off here. It's not behaving. Um, like <laughs> oh, I'd just like to say that, um, as well to tell everybody, that there's been um, pet advisor, David Dillian Baker... Uh, is actually doing a few links this week about why are so many dogs shot by the police. Now, as as you all know, myself, Kristen, um, and quite a few others have been doing a lot. So um, just put that link in there as well. And that's petsadvisor.com forward slash news forward slash dogs shot by police. So um, have a look at that as well. I think that, and I think they might be mentioning the ASU show as well because they have been looking at, uh, the shows that we've been doing, so hopefully that should be quite good as well. Oh, that's great! Oh, that's good. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully, 
Um, just let everybody know we've been updating. We've been doing the old YouTube, um, and some of the shows um, are on there as well. So that's coming up. So you can have a look at that. Let me just find the actual link to that as well. Uh, hold on a minute. Oh, yeah, here we are. And that's um, just YouTube. And then you, if you put official Ask Sue, then you'll actually find that as well. But I'll put the link into the chat room as well. So everybody can have a little share of that. A couple of funny videos as well for you mm-hmm. to have a giggle on my behalf. Oh, that's great. To say the least. So, so all good fun, though. Um, yeah. What about um, Howard? Also, I wanted to ask you, and I, we'll say this live on air just to remind everybody, your birthday is coming up soon too, isn't it? Uh, I don't think so. I have no idea about that. Oh yeah, I think it is. I think it is. Uh, yeah, well, like to... it, happen- uh, it what, happens. It happens to be. It happens to be the same day we're honoring Patrick. I figured that's a good day to do it. So. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> what date's it on again? It's the same day as the Go Green Day in honor of Patrick. So uh, I'll, I'll be at the shelter that day with some donations, and uh, my friends are going to take me to lunch, and we're going to have some green margaritas. So it will be uh, it will be a fun day. Yeah, it's another oh, birthday, bless. another year that we made it, so it's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, I was, exactly. I was, like I was telling you, so I'll be 57, and one of the young people at work said, "Oh, in three years you'll be 60." I was like, "So what's your point?" <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? It's okay because Kimberly says always keeps saying to me at the moment. I say about my birthday. She went, "Yeah, don't worry, just over a year I'll be, you'll be 40." That's Cheers, very nice Kim. of her. Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah. she'll be what? She's good she'll, like that, bless her. She'll yeah. be what? Eighteen on her next birthday. Yeah, but Kimberly's Kimberly's eighteen in October. Oh, in October, the big eighteen. How oh, wow! Oh yes, she's already arranging what she wants to do. Oh okay, okay. Oh, that's she, a good. She's got so many ideas, she doesn't know what she wants to do yet. Then. <laughs> all yeah. all I can say is there'll be a government health warning in the town that she's in. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> Big party, huh? Oh, yeah. She'll be having some fun, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, 18. Go back to those days. Oh, my God. I told you. Oh, gosh, I... yes. I've actually and got a DVD of my 18th birthday party. Do you really? Yes, and oh, my goodness. Well, when I was 18, That's... they didn't have DVDs yet, so. Well, hey, hold on. Can I just say it was a video, but I've had it transferred onto a DVD. Oh, okay. 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 Yes. Yeah, yes. but that... <clears throat> So yeah, as I told you, when I was that age, and I didn't didn't really like dogs too much. My mother throws it at me every day now, but uh, yeah, I just didn't for some reason they just didn't click. I don't know, just didn't do anything for me. You know, yeah. I had to walk the dog and clean the poop, and I look. I guess I looked at it more as a chore. And yeah. uh, and and you know, we we always had a dog growing up. My mother always had a dog growing up, but for some reason they just didn't uh, float my boat, as they say. Now I kind of. You're not supposed to have regrets, but I look back and I kind of wish I, you know, I felt the way I do now. But you know, say lovey. You know, that's the way it goes. I'll I'll just say right now, Kimley is not going to be reaching her 18th birthday party. Um, she won't be having one this year. She won't be having a birthday at all because she's not actually going to reach it because she, she just was a total. I'll just say it, biatch, and she's gone and took a photo and has just put it onto Facebook. And she was messing about my Facebook, and I didn't, and I didn't suss what she was doing, but now I do. Well, I mean, if she wants to have a party, she could at least come on and say hello. Isn't that a prerequisite to having a party? Coming on and saying hello. 
you you haven't just have a look on my ball, Howard, and you will see what I mean. Oh, okay, I'll have to check it out. <laughs> now, now is Kimberly an animal lover? I assume. Oh, Howard just asked if you're an animal lover. Yeah. <laughs> Hero, yes. Dog, dogs or cats? Oh yes, but she loves walking cats, uh, walking cats, walking dogs. Sorry, and uh, training them and doing all that stuff. She loves it. Oh, that's great. That's great. You know, there's people oh, yeah, I, have a, I, have a, I have a friend on Facebook that does that for a living. You know, she, she oh, pets really? it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not joking. She pets it, uh, walks the dogs. Um, yeah, it's great. Sometimes she'll do it, you know, during the day. Then over times, family's gone away. She stays overnight. And i got to tell you, there's people here, people here that do it, and they make, they make good money. You know, they charge. Yeah. Um, if you have someone stay overnight uh, with your dog, um, depending on how many dogs, it could go anywhere from fifty to seventy a night. Uh-huh. So. Uh, yeah. Well, um, Kim, so we were actually saying this to Kim about doing that because people going on holiday and, and all yeah. sorts. I mean, but the thing is, at the moment we live in the middle of nowhere. So what we're going to do is, like, Kim's going to have to wait until she can pass the test for a car, and then obviously she'll be able to do that then. But yes, you're right. You know, people always need somebody to look after the animals. They do. They do. You know. So. You don't want to put your dog, you know, in the in the old kennel, as they say, because I because I personally would never do that. But, yeah, I couldn't that, either, Howard. I couldn't. No, no. I, I think mine would just stress, get so stressed out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can remember a friend of mine actually. Her dog went into kennels, and she come back out, and her dog was limping and everything, and it ended up, and it don't, and it ended up that she um, got back, and the dog was limping, and it's actually burnt, like almost burnt its paws. Mm, because they mm. bleached the bottom of the, the floors, obviously mm-hmm. cleaning it out. But what yeah. happened is the dog had been jumping up to the wires all the time, and that's when the trouble had happened because he'd actually caught all the bottom of his feet. Hmm, hmm. Now, in um, in Los Angeles, they have a very exclusive spa for dogs. I mean, you know, they have their they have rooms, so they have their own TVs. Um, every, I mean, it's, it's, it's top of the notch. It's like... Uh, some of these places charge $100, $125 a night, and they're, and they're truly pampered. A friend of mine kept it. Really? Uh, they, yeah, it's, it's just unbelievable. It's just, I mean, you wouldn't, it, it's like being at a spa. I mean, they, they take care of the dogs. They do the nails. They, unbelievable. I mean, it's truly amazing. They have, the, you know, the rooms are like, I, I mean, I'm talking luxury. It's nicer than my room at home. You know, fa- yeah. you know, the rich and famous. But I guess, you know, I guess if you don't want someone in your house, I guess that is an alternative. Yeah. Um, Kristen's just saying that she always has a house sitter mm-hmm. that actually stays with the dogs as well. Well, I have my sister come over when I go on away, so yeah. I, you know at least I know. Because you know something, you go away and you don't want to have to worry about your pet because then you're not going to yeah. have a good, you know, then you're not going to have a good holiday. So yeah, that's something. You know, it's something that young people could consider doing if they love animals and they don't really know if they're at a place in their lives where they really don't know what they want to do that that's 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 great experience you can make money and and, and you just be with the animals yeah exactly exactly yeah absolutely now let me just um see if there's any links so should we have a quick tune then howard and um we'll see yep. if we can get other people to call into the show because it's all gone very quiet well i, I have I, I heard a rumor that i heard a rumor someone will be calling in right after the break so i guarantee you that Oh, right. Okay, then. Well, we'll have a break now, and then we'll be back in just a few minutes. Is that okay? Okay. Sounds good. Okay, so we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. If anybody wants to email me, you can. It's asksueshow at gmail.com, and we'll be back in just a couple of minutes.
be the death of me, I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, my God. Unbelievable. Oh, dear. Oh, do you know what? She's just commented. Let me just read the comment. She said, not my fault. I thought everyone should see how concentrated she was. Laugh out loud. Mm-hmm. Uh, Unbelievable. Can I just tell everybody a little secret? Keep an eye on my page. Revenge is sweet. That's right. While That's she right. was digging the garden today, Mummy Bear here took a picture. <laughs> <laughs> Not forgetting all those embarrassing photos of when she was a baby. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> oh, I love it when you have a war with your kids on Facebook. You can't beat it. Yeah, Anyway, well. we have got a caller on the line, and I think I may know who this is. Hello, and welcome to the show. Why, hello, hello. How is everyone? Hi, Kristen. Oh, here's Angel. How are you, Kristen? Good. How's everything, Kristen? Busy, busy as usual. Yeah, busy as usual. (laughs) (laughs) How how did meeting Jim Crosby go? Oh, it was awesome. Um, I went to Jim's seminar. He had an eight-hour seminar the day before the bite prevention conference, and... um, the, the seminar had a lot of animal control officers and police, the Miami-Dade police officers were there as well. Um, and I spoke to a few of the police officers, and it was really interesting. Um, I asked one guy why he – one of the police officers, it was a voluntary um, seminar for them to go to, and I asked him why he went, and he said, I'm here because um, I want to help fight DSL in Miami. And I'm trying to learn more of what I can do. I thought it was really, you know, really cool. Um, and he himself, he, he said, you know, I have a Rottweiler, and I used to have a pit bull, and I love pit bulls, and I would love to have one again, but, you know, I'm just not allowed for it. Um, his, his seminar was awesome. He's a really good, you know, Jim's a really good speaker. Um, I took a lot of notes. I had about 15 pages of notes. Um, so I was going to type those up and share a little bit of information with people. Um I did not make it to the conference, though. I was not well the day of the conference, so I did miss the conference, unfortunately. So I'm going to have to go to the Denver conference in September. Oh, gosh. Now, that's just typical, isn't it? What with me not being able to go here and you not to be able to go there, that's just terrible. (laughs) (laughs) What what I had? I had three pages of questions that I had for, like, some of the other speakers, so I can't wait to have them answered. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Oh, uh, did anybody actually, um, you might record it? Did anybody video the seminar? No, no. I talked to him about that. Um, I don't know what he has decided. Right. What a shame. Yeah, I mean, he gave, his seminar was, I mean, he probably could have held easily, easily a two-week seminar. Like eight hour days because, like, to go in the depth on each topic that he presented and explain in detail how to, like, handle investigations and things like that, I mean, would have taken so long. I mean, I still have two more pages of questions for Jim that I haven't had time to ask him yet, you know, to get answered, like, just from the seminar, you know. Um, And I'm sure those answers are going to lead to some more questions and so forth. It was so, so interesting. Um, and 
I don't know. I was very, I was very happy to see as many people there as that was there, you know. And, um, you know, Jim has a very special position because he does have so many different experiences being a lieutenant, you know, and also being the director of animal control, you know, facility. He just has so many different experiences that to draw from, and he can relate to so many different people that it's just very, very, you know, very useful, very helpful, and. He's talking about how we need to start making clones of Jim. No, but I would oh, think, he, but I would think, Kristen, he could look at things a little differently too. You know, because he's had yeah, so much experience. experience. Yeah, exactly. yeah, that's the whole thing. You know, I think it really comes down to experience, and and that's what Jim has. So, uh, you know, it puts him in a very unique situation. Yeah, I try. You know, a lot of in a lot of. Um, you know, stories that need to be evaluated, I even hold off drawing any type of male conclusions until I, you know, talk to Jim about it to get his perception on things. Um, and even, you know, when I am tracking the stories and entering stories, I actually completely leave my, any judgment out of the stories. I mean, I just track the stories. I don't mm-hmm. decide, you know, if it was justified or not. I just track the stories, you know, and I leave whether or not it's justified up to whoever it is to decide. But, um, you know, some people will see, well, why is this story in here? This story isn't, you know, this they should have shot the dog this time. And I'm like, well, I mean, that's your opinion. But at some point there needs to be a counsel or something who, just, you know, comes up with um, criteria to use in assessing cases. I mean, some cases do have to be on a case-by-case basis because no very few situations are, you know, identical. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, each case is always different. Each case is different. Mm-hmm. Except the only cases that I, you know, are pretty identical is if dogs are shot in a cage, it doesn't matter what the situation is. If the dog is in a cage, it's not a threat, in my opinion. <laughs> you know, but no, no, no. Exactly, exactly. This is the thing. I mean, we've spoke about this, Kristen, so many times. I mean, you know, for the police to say, I mean, and you must have been hearing earlier about them saying about over here, you know, like we've got to protect the, um, the burglars from our dogs. I mean, realistically, are you joking? And, and the same thing applies back to the police. Why are they going through all that training yet are scared and threatened with their life over um, the dogs? But hmm. let's face yeah, it, so I've seen it myself the, the last few days. How many do- how many police have actually been killed by a dog in the last fifty years? None. But the problem is that um, cut with cutbacks and stuff, police officers are not getting the training that they should be getting. Hmm. Um, you know, and then they're in a scary situation, and it may not even be that they were really scared of the dog, but they were just scared in general because they were in such a high stress, dangerous situation that they just reacted. You know, hmm. because. Yeah. They're a human being. They're a human yeah. being. They're human beings, like yeah. the rest of us. And and it being their first time and not having proper training, they just freaked out, you know, yeah. which is, I mean, maybe, you know, it's probably going to get hard to get, um, you know, people to admit to that, but with all of the research and evaluations that, that have been done, that is what it, the conclusions always are, you know, mm-hmm. that they just yeah. acted. That a lot of times they don't even remember finding their weapon. Hmm. Really? Because wow. they were just so scared. The yeah. other thing, Kristen, is 
Um, you know, I'm like sitting the gum fence. You know, we always say about dogs pick up vibes um, off us, you know, how, if we're feeling uh-huh. poorly and everything else. Do, what do you think about the fact that, you know, imagine a big stressful situation. You know, the police are coming into the, the garden. You know, there's all the rattling about the people. And, and I'm not being funny, but I've seen the videos of one police officer comes, then 20 appears. They're like army ants, aren't they, in America? One comes, yep. and they come from everywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're talking about amazing. flat rates, yeah. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And I'm thinking, you know, let, let's just look at it from a dog's perspective, what well, it must be like for them, or how they must feel, because these people are, let's face it, are going to be adrenaline rushed, the police officers, in uniform, they don't know them, they've got, they're picking up adrenaline from these people, and, and these people are shouting and everything, like shouting them to get down or whatever it may be. And you know, in You're talking about that where race. they've gone into their back garden. Of course, yeah. there's going to be the dogs are going to retaliate. No, I'm not going to say retaliate, but they're going to act differently because they're scared. They don't know what's well, going nine, on themselves. Ninety-five percent of the time during a slot raid, the dog will run away. Hmm. And I can yeah. show you tons of different like stats that come up with that number. Um, but yeah, it scares the crap out of them. And yeah, yeah. it is intimidating. <laughs> but with flowers, yeah. they really have no excuse. They have weeks to plan. Um, those are not like situations where they're taken off guard. It's not a surprise. Um, you know, they stake out the the places that they're gonna raid. They know if there's a dog or not. Or if they don't know a dog for sure, they really should assume that a dog is gonna be there because. 50% of households, and if it's going to be a drug, you know, a drug-related raid, well, then it's probably 90% that, you know, chance that a dog is going to be present. So there's no reason that they can't um, develop some sort of plan to deal with the dog while they're coming up with their tactical um, plans, you know. Yeah, that's a good point, Kristen, because I know in L.A. many years ago there was a raid where these guys were, I guess, it was a crack house. And mm-hmm. the um, I'm not I don't know what kind of dogs, but I know the dogs were very vicious. The cops stormed the door, and here the guys the the guys have a gun on him, and the dog is lunging at him. So so what does the officer do in that case? Let's say right, exactly. I mean, you, you so can't take on both at the same time. I know. So what do you do? See, that's the problem. And and what animal? And that's my question. Yeah, mm-hmm. and would animal control officers I, would animal control officers be any more prepared in that situation? And, and there's actually a police chief in the Hamptons that I am planning to call. He handled a a, a drug raid um, mm-hmm. for federal trafficking, fe- federal mm-hmm. drug trafficking, mm-hmm. um, and they hit three different um, places in one night, mm-hmm. and he brought animal control with them. And in yeah. the process, animal control um, rescued four pit bulls. Mm-hmm. No dogs were harmed or shot. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm curious how he set up his tactical plans to, you know, because animal control, how did, they can't protect themselves. They don't have guns. Mm-hmm. Um, did he give them vests? You know, what happens if um, a dog comes at the cops? Is animal control supposed to step in front of the cop and take on the dog? Like, I yeah. don't understand how they do it. I just know that it's been done. So yeah, I, were, I've been meaning to call him and ask him how he did it. But, but you have yeah. a good point. Most of the time, Kristen, that they will stake out a place before they make a bust. I mean, they usually send someone in to buy something, you know, undercover. So you had a good point, actually, because a friend of mine used to and do that. And here's the thing, and, though. SWAT, yeah. SWAT guys, they're covered in Kevlar. 
they're not going to, even if a dog is vicious, viciously attacking them, they're never going to touch their skin. It's not going to yeah. happen. No, 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 but my point is you had a good point. Basically, if they're staking the place out and they go into, you know, say make a buy to make, you know, see what they're selling, they're going to know already there's a dog in there. So they, so to your point, most of the time they should be prepared. They should know there's dogs in the mm-hmm. house. Yeah. You know, yeah, and, and I've come across uh, quite a few SWAT policies where their only policy is to shoot a dog if it's on site, and that's mm. unacceptable. That's unacceptable, yes. So there were, in other words, there could be there could be a small amount of cases where it is justified then if they're just not prepared and you're saying they just, I mean, you know, it's, it's just a hard call. I don't call, know. It's just it a, hard a hard call. call. And, and if you're, you know, in cases like that, my only issue with SWAT is that a dog could not hurt them because they are covered in Kevlar. Like, correct, correct. The correct. only thing that is in Kevlar are their shoes. But even their shoes, even those boots, are, I don't know what they're made out of, but I'm sure it's some sort of tough leather in a I'd be surprised if they weren't, um, whatever, when they have the metal on the front. Mm-hmm. Um, as someone in the chat room said that it's a control issue, not a fear issue, and I believe that with a few police officers, it is. Um, you know, there's there are bad yeah. apples in every, in everywhere. You know, mm-hmm. um, and I really, you know, would like to encourage, you know, police chiefs and such to weed out their bad apples because I mean it gives the police a bad name um yeah it really does are you familiar with the uh, case and this no? Thing, it's, oh i'm sorry it's not sorry. just over the dogs though Kristen. i'm going to go slightly off but at the end of the day you know i've seen the videos and i've got to ask you like you guys are in america is it really as bad as what i'm watching on these videos because i see some of these videos of the police and some of them are horrific now i'm not going to say all the police are like that because obviously We've had some on the show, and they've been absolutely fantastic. Of course it's good. But I've seen where, you know, we've got like 20, 30 police officers in one, right, say one, there was the first starts off with two officers on one guy or a couple of guys, and all of a sudden there's 20 of them, and they're all piling on top. And I'm thinking, hold on a minute, there's got to be one good cop out of all of them who says, hey, hold on a minute, this just ain't right. You shouldn't be kicking the hell out of them here. And here's where, you know, with videos, you have to be very, very careful. Um, You know, videos are good. They're very great for transparency, but they also can be very damaging. So, and I'm going to give you an example. It's very very important that we have the videos assessed by criminologists and things of that sort. And one example is there was a video taken of a police officer beating the hell out of this guy with his baton and just and the guy's laying on the ground and you can see in the video he's just hitting this guy over and over again and you're sitting there like, Oh my God, what is going on? Why is why is he doing this? You know, like make him stop. Well, a criminologist gave a report on that video and, and this was David Klinger. Um, and he said one thing that you cannot see in the video is that the guy is holding on to the police officer's leg and won't let go. Uh-huh. And police officers cannot risk getting pulled down to the ground. They're too vulnerable at that point. So the police officer was hitting the guy until he let go of his leg. See, that's so yep. Yep. it's very important, you know, that um, they are accurately assessed. You know what I mean? The videos... Um, now, I know, like, there's one video of the, um, it was a SWAT raid. And the first, I mean, they opened the door, and within one second, they were, they were firing, and they were shooting a dog, you know. Um, and 
So I don't care really what <laughs> you can, you know what you can see in the video. I mean, the door was fairly open. They were already firing. They knew what they were doing. Um, it was you know things like that are unacceptable. But at that time, their policy was only to shoot dogs. There were no other plans in place. Um, and now they do because I mean that video still makes national news and it was from 2010, but um, oh Columbia, Missouri, that's what it was. So things like that. But I mean you have to be really careful when you're assessing videos. Yeah, because because you know something you don't know what happened prior to that vi- prior to the camera coming on. Mm-hmm. That's the whole yeah. thing too. So oh well, sure, they can just pick a certain part of a video. And that give you the whole picture, yeah. Exactly. So I had a question for you, Chris. You know how, like the press, you know, the minute a pit bull bites someone, it's in it's in the news. So are there more mm-hmm. are there more, you know, great stories that we don't hear about, like with Philly and with uh, Doc Rick? I mean, there has to be more good oh stories. Oh my gosh, than there about. are so many. There you are see? so many. And um, one of the things I would love to put together, or I would love to put, have someone put together because I don't have time, but um, would be someone who would be in charge of, um, you know, addressing all of these great cops and all of the great things that they do. You know, mm-hmm. um, I come across so many stories every day. And in a report I was just reading, it's it's on the DOJ's website, but it's called National Police Use of Force Database. Mm-hmm. And it was done by the International Association of Chiefs, uh, National, International Association of Chiefs of Police. Mm-hmm. So, um, and in that report, they said a lot of the problem is that people only want to focus on the bad and they don't want to focus on the good. And I thought it was a really good point because um, they should, you know, if you want to go ahead and just bash like any group, you know, whether it's the police or a religious organization, or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not fair to just focus on the bad and not the good. You have to under, you have to see, you know, like one bad experience doesn't make everything bad. You right. know, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's just, you know, like if you figure out the proportions, like who knows how many full-time police officers there are in the United States? Does anyone know the answer to that question? Full-time police officers? Yeah, I, how many? I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even be able to get. I couldn't even hundred thousand. Over 720,000. Wow. That's a lot of people. There's yeah. a lot of people. That's and you want to you want to see five bad videos and say all police are bad? That's not yeah. fair. You but, know what I mean? But but it's the old story, Kristen. The mainstream media, they just love to go after the pit bulls. They do. The minute there's a bite, boom, oh, boom, they're there. Most of the time, they're not even pit bulls. And that's what pisses me off. And that's oh, I know, I know. No, no, but I'm saying you just... Well, it's not just, even just the media, because even police reports are so inaccurate. Like, even in my police report, Lacey is listed as a pit bull. She was half lab, half beagle. She looks hmm. nothing like a pit bull. And they still won't correct it. You know what I mean? Like, so... That's an issue. That is an issue. And getting accurate accurate reports is a problem. Now, yeah. if a dog is shot by a police officer, it should be handled as any property damage case, mm-hmm. which means pictures should be taken um, and things of that nature proving, you know, it, it would help get accurate information. So even if the written report says a pit bull, Someone else can look at the picture and say, okay, that was wrong, you know, and get the yeah. right information. But most of the time, yeah. you know, those evaluations are incorrect. And there have been so many studies showing that even 
a lot of times experts can't look at a dog and know whether or not it's a pit bull because the actual pit bull is a cross between two terriers, and I don't remember which ones. But it's a Stafford, that's I think a, what Staff, it, a Stafford terrier, I think, and I think that's what I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know what the two are, but it's an actual cross between two terriers, and mm. that's what an actual pit bull is. Right now, the media reports a pit bull as any dog with a square head. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, <laughs> Give me a word. Are you serious? Oh, my God. Yeah, unbelievable. I'm unbelievable. Yeah, I mean. Oh, my God. That That's crazy. Crazy. Now, Sue, what about the one our friend Glenn with Ford? I'm, I'm sure Kristen's heard about that with the off-duty police officer. Oh, oh yes. hang on. Yeah, actually, Kristen, Kristen put me in here. touch with um, Glenn and Glenn, Ford. yeah. <laughs> Have you heard any Kira updates, Shiva Kristen? is saying, I don't think that not being prepared is an excuse for killing a dog. They're supposed to be prepared. And that is very true. And people who understand that should really push and make sure that their police forces are getting the training that they need to be prepared because um, – Every evaluation that I have read mm-hmm. proves that police officers are not getting the training that they need. Hmm. For instance, let me give you an example. Um, just firing their weapon alone, the only training that most police officers get is to shoot at um, a piece of paper. Well, that is not the same as shooting at a moving target. And over and over we see a police officer fires their weapon eight times and only one of those bullets hits his target. It's because hmm. they aren't trained at hitting a moving target. Hmm. And they don't fire their weapons enough to have hands-on experience with it. You know what I mean? So without the proper training, they're going to make mistakes. So we have to push for better training. And um, there is, you know, they, we have to get better training. It's not their fault if they don't get the right training. Um, and we just have to stop allowing our cities and our states and whoever to keep pulling funds for our police officers. Exactly. We, we, they're too important. Their job is so important. They are the only ones who have the right to infringe upon our constitutional rights. Absolutely. It's very important that they are properly trained, you know. Um, oh, you're right, Chris. I mean, can you imagine walking into one of those situations without being trained? What are you going to do? Yeah, but you know we something. We expect exactly. that they're trained. We expect them to be trained. Yeah, and and to your point, absolutely, they're they they're the ones who should be most trained. But you know something, Chris, in any job you should be trained. I mean, you know, I mean, if you could do a day's work, of course, a police officer more than anyone else, like you said, but you got to be trained to do any job. I mean, that's you know. But mm-hmm. that's, anyway, I just pulled but to this. Be a first go- responder to any um any crisis situation. Exactly. We really think that they would have you know the best of the best, but. What was your question? You guys were asking can I just me ask Kristen? Sorry, can I just ask Kristen before? Um, yeah, I, yeah, I just want to know, yeah. have they actually got, is it um, funding that's stopping them from being trained more than anything else, or what is it that's stopping them from being trained? Um, well, the curriculum starts with the um, the training boards for each state. Each state has a training board that is in charge of the curriculum for all of the police departments for each state. So um, that is where it needs to start. Now, most of the funding for training does come from the federal government, and the federal Mm. government has pulled funding for police Mm. officers. Mm. Um, But, you know, I mean, it seems like 
you know, police funding is always one of the first things that gets pulled when money is an issue. And that should not be the case. That is so messed up. It should not be the case. The two things that they cut first are police and education, the two most important Mm -hmm. things. Animal control. I just pulled this from Google. The term pit bull refers to certain certain breeds of dog, namely the American Pit Bull Terrier, the American Stadfordshire Terrier, the Stadfordshire Bull Terrier, and any crosses between three. In a few parts of the world, the American Bulldog is also classified as a pit bull type, despite its major genetic differences. The American Pit Bull Terrier was bred for working and eagerness despite the threat of injury, strength, and athleticism. American Pit Bull Terriers uh, constitute the majority of dogs used for illegal dog fighting in the U.S. Hmm. Very interesting. Why now, they reported um, Pitbull? Now, Bull Terriers were initially bred for fighting, mm-hmm. and most people think that that somehow people associate that with killing, mm-hmm. and I think that that's something that needs to be clarified is they were not bred to kill. They were Correct. bred to be good fighters. Now, in fighting situations, they are put in a position where they have to fight till the death. So it's a survival thing. They are mm-hmm. fighting to stay alive. Um, you know, they're not in. You know, they're not just killers. You know, that isn't like their innate, um, <laughs> you know, drive or whatever. Um, now. Think about a human, you know, the human population. We have crazy people. We, there are crazy people. Just the mm-hmm. same, there are crazy dogs in the world, too. Yep. And, um, you know, but what has to be recognized is whether or not that dog was, you know, is truly a problem or truly not. It's not based on if it's, it's breed. That's like saying, People with big noses are killers. Well, that doesn't yeah. make any sense. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like. Exactly, exactly. You know, yeah. unbelievable. You know, that's like saying in the 70s you had long hair, you were a hippie. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's um, – so did you have a good story for us, Kristen, like a really amazing story where the cops did just amazingly well, you know, as, as far as, the do- you know, the dogs? Um, I post them on my page from time to time. You know, when people seem to be getting bad attitudes, they try to realign people's point of views. But off the top of my head, I can't think of a specific story. I can think of the pictures of the stories that I've posted. Yeah, yeah. But, I yeah, mean, okay. there are a lot. Like, I mean, everyone knows Officer Dan, right? Officer who? Do you guys know who Officer Dan is? Officer no. Dan? No, I don't. Oh, my gosh. Officer Dan. He is amazing. Um, he was called on a vicious dog call. Uh-huh. Um, and it was a pit bull, um, <laughs> and he explained in the story, he's like, you know, it was clear that my partner was scared of this dog, so I told him to stay in the car. It turned out this dog was just a lost dog, scared, hungry, thirsty, and he gave the dog some water, mm-hmm. and that's how he got the dog to come to him. The dog was so thirsty that, you know, even though he was scared, he came to the cop just because he was so thirsty, and Officer Dan ended up adopting the dog, and now it's a part of his family. Oh, that's that's wonderful. That's great. Exactly. I love to hear stuff like that. That that's great. Yeah. I went up I went up to my local shelter a couple of weeks ago, Kristen, and they um, it's run by Best Friends Animal Society. I don't know if you're familiar with them, and um, they took over the city shelter. So I went in there, and there's a pit bull. His name is Samson. He was found wandering in the streets. I went up to him. He was a little. His tail was down. He was a little shy. 
And I said, well, maybe he's afraid of me. He said, ah, give him about 10 minutes, and he'll warm up to you, and he'll, he'll suck into the belly rub. So I'm, about 10, 15 minutes goes by. Well, son of a gun, I turn my back. I turn back. He's on his belly, feet up, ready to go. <laughs> the biggest baby. <laughs> then I was rubbing the belly for about five minutes. I walk away. He starts crying <laughs> to come back. Oh, God. So that just, you know, that just, you know, that just made my day. I tell people that story. You know, it's just, ugh, you know, it just it, just just gets me very upset when they, you know, first it was, what, Rottweilers? I think someone told me at one time it was Great Danes also, that they it were not a well-liked breed. I heard that, too. Great Danes, actually, I heard at one time. Yeah. So. He seemed to have lost Kristen somewhere. Oh, okay. He's disappeared. But Anyone sure on hold, too? Anyone else on hold or no? Quiet? No, it's, it's all okay. very quiet. Okay. All very but, quiet. But she's amazing, though. She had a good point, Sue, that they're, you know, and, 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 and to credit the cops, the training, they're just not trained properly. And, yep. and that, you know, and I'm sure, yep. you know, a lot of the good cops, and that's not fair to them, like Kristen said. They've got to be trained. But the thing is, though, as well, you know, like I'm always sitting in the garden fence, and I'm yep. going to say, you know, a lot of these cops are actually family, you know, family men, you know, they've yes. got families waiting at home. Yes. We need to be protecting them, too, not just the dogs. Exactly. If they are actually going into a situation and they don't understand the dogs, and they're concerned because the dog's coming at them, whether he's wagging his tail or whatever. If you don't understand dogs or you haven't had pet dogs like most of us have, then how would they know? Correct. You got it. You got it. Now, isn't Jim Crosby you know going around? Isn't Jim Crosby going around the country? Um, he, I think he's been. I think the captain had said something about that that he he was going to work in New Jersey with some of them too. See, it's all it takes yeah. is the proper training, but you know, then it comes down to the almighty dollar. That's the problem. You know, they don't yeah. want to spend... Kristen, are you back? I am. Oh, okay. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, I was saying, Kristen, oh, you, know, you, know, you know, these guys, I mean, you know, most, you know, most of the officers are good guys. And, you know, I mean, it's just not fair. You know, if, if they don't get the proper training, you know, then shame on the governments and the cities who, who are not allowing the budgets. I mean, it's, it's just horrible. Like Sue said, well, you know, they're going home to their families, a lot of them going home to their pets. So, you know, a lot of it, it just sounds like a lot of it is just um, just lack of training. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So, what's Chris, Kristen, what have you been up to? I know you're busy behind the scenes. So, what are you doing at the moment? Working on a grant proposal. Wow. <laughs> she never ceases to amaze me. <laughs> now, what's well, that my husband is a grant writer, so she's helping. Well, what's that going to be for, Kristen? Um, that is for all of the different projects of Dogs Being Shot by Police. So that is going to be focused around, um, you know, getting funding to send Jim Crosby around the country and around the world. Wow. Um, also, it will be for funding to send lawyers around the country to help um, educate other lawyers on how to try these cases. Hmm. Um it is also for a um, a it'll be for research and it will also be for um, to set up a fund for legal fees for victims of dog shot by police and there will also be a um, a fund for doctors shot by police but survived and it'll be for you know to help with medical expenses you know there have been quite a few cases where the expenses were just too high for the owner to pay for and the dog had to be euthanized. And, you know, with 
if there had been funding, they would have been able to save the dog's life. Hmm. Wow. Unbelievable. That's great. Exactly. Question, how, how many of these police officers are actually get done for what they do to the dogs? How many actually, you know, get some sort of, um, you know, I'm going to say from a telling off to actually having some sort of something against them? Do you know what I mean? How, where, where does it actually lie with the police? Do any of them actually get done for it? Oh, yeah. Um, let me pull up. If you look, if you go to um, the Justice for Lacey and Kira Facebook page, and if you go into the forum, one of the forums is called Police Officers Who Were Fired or you, or Reprimanded in Some Way. <clears throat> and if you look in there, there's some stories. They're not all in there, but there's quite a few cases in there. Some police officers are fired. Um, you know, some police officers are fined or, you know, put on a probationary period, whatever it may be, but there's quite a few. I mean, proportionally speaking, not very many. Right. Right, okay. But it does happen. It does happen. Yeah. And the thing is, I mean, the one thing that I've learned, and I'm going to say to people again, and I think this is the main thing that we've learned over this time, Kristen, since we've been doing the shows together, is people need to use their cameras, their phones, yeah. Even if it is not your dog that's being shot by the police, yeah. maybe you're looking out the window and you just see a bunch of police come around and you can see a dog running loose, please, please video it. Yeah. Even if you don't want to actually give it to the person, to maybe you don't get on with the family across the road or maybe you don't <laughs> want to give the, the video in because the police might come to you, you can always email it to me or to Kristen so that we can pass it on or whatever you want to do with it. Because at the end of the day, sometimes this can actually be evidence that can help such a lot of people. And plus, on times, it can actually help training the police in that in that actual um, um, department or whatever. Do you know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. you know, it, it can right. make a big, big difference just to video. So even if it's not your, it's, they're not your friends or you're just walking down the street and you see something, please video it. Even if you email it to the show or to Kristen or to anybody you know, please pass it on. Um, you know, just remember that it could be your dog the next day and you'd want somebody else to video that situation too. Or your family member. It could be a person, right. you know. That's right. Yeah, exactly. you never know. You know, a lot of these cases, um, I am finding um, history and future um, incidences with these police, these specific police officers um, showing that, you know, a cop who shot a dog and, 2010 and shot a dog in 2011 ended up shooting an unarmed person in 2012. You know, um, and I'm tr and you know it'd be really interesting to find out how many of these police officers really do have, you know, how many of them have a history and to, you know, because we know that, um, you know, people who abuse animals that it, you know, usually leads to them abusing a person and sometimes to becoming serial killers, it's, mm -hmm. you know, a, a preliminary um, sign. And I'm curious to see how many, you know, how much of it is the same with these police officers that are doing this. Um, mm -hmm. But remember, remember, it is a small portion out of the number of people who are police officers. It's not all police, yeah. or 40 for that matter. Mm -hmm. Kristen, is there a particular city that's really on the cutting edge that really 
that that you can really say has great training uh, for the officers? Ooh, no. Okay. Right now, um, but <laughs> unfortunately, right now, um, the the cities that do have do offer training, mm-hmm. um, it they are all doing such different types of training that, um, you know, it's just all over the board, and that's one of the things that we want the research to focus on is what training actually is useful because, you know, watching a two-hour video isn't going to help you out in the field. You know, mm-hmm. just like, I mean, with any officer training, to make, um, to create scenarios that are as realistic as possible mm-hmm. and, you know, act them out, that's what's useful. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, finding out what type of training is actually good training um, not just any training, because yeah. any training isn't going to help. It has yeah, to be something yeah. that actually is good. So yeah. mm-hmm. figuring Absolutely. out what is good for them, what what is it that they need to be able to handle those situations, you know? Yeah. Sue, Sue, don't you think that Jim and – I think Jim and Kristen should write a book on this, don't you think? Oh, good actually, I'm not going to out. Kristen's writing enough novels on her own at the minute, I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great. Sure, you know, I, I am going to say, though, I'm going to have a word with um, Jim, see if he'll actually come and do a show and tell us all about, you know, because obviously he's been to the UK, he's been to Florida, and I'd love to talk to him and, and let him tell us about the different ways that people come forward and, and how things are totally different. Absolutely. And yeah, I think that would be quite good to get him on and, and tell us all the different things as well. Yeah. Well, he's gonna have, it's going to be hard to get him tied down. You should um, get in touch with him soon because he's going to have a break here in May for a few days. But, I mean, he's really he's lined up all over the world right now for wow. Wow. Um, Unbelievable. seminars. So he's getting really busy. And I told him, you know, with as busy as he's getting, we're going to have to start some sort of regional training program where, he, you know, he trains a, pers- a regional trainer who then trains, Local trainers, blah blah blah. Hmm. Because yeah, there aren't enough things to go around. You know? yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Yeah. Oh, he's just—he's just such a lovely, lovely man, and he's going to get all bright red when he listens to this. But he—he he helps so many people. I mean, I, every time I've spoken to him, he's always been there to help me out. He's never—he's always makes time. Do you know what I mean? And just mm-hmm. such a oh, just an absolute gem. He really is. Yeah, he is a gentleman, and he's got a good sense of humor too. <laughs> yeah, he has to have to come on here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh dear! I'll oh, and for those who don't know, um, we're talking about Jim Crosby. If you just Google canine aggression" as one word, his blog will pop up. Oh, okay. Yes, oh, you know, I'm a bit slow for uptake. Usually, I put that in, and I I haven't. Let me find it. Sorry, that's not like me. I'm always blasting. I have put. Um, let me just find canine. Oh, this internet. Chrissy Roberts said police officers officers should be trained and accountable. And one of the issues is that you can't hold someone accountable for something they're not trained for, you know? That's right. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. So everything has to be done. So how long has this actually been going on for, Kristen? Is this something that's just more recently in the last five years or something, or has this been going on a long, long time? 
Okay, so that's a very good question, and it's a very common question. And, you know, for the most part, through my research, I'm finding that there was a, dra- a drastic change happened between 2008 and 2009. Um, the numbers started jumping exponentially. However, there are a lot of things that can account for that. And, you know, a few things would be what the media finds to be newsworthy. You know? mm-hmm. um, and also um, technology, you know, when it when technology booms, you know, if that's when people started, you know, using the internet more or whatever, then, you know, it would be easier to find. And also, um, you know, even if something is posted on the internet, those links die after a few years, you know, so it's, it gets harder and harder to track. However, mm-hmm. I've been finding um, use of force reports from as far back as, like, um, gosh, let me see, some of these are really old, like 1950s. That wow. came up in my searches. So I haven't read them yet. I actually just found them last night. I downloaded tons of them last night. Um, and I'm in the process of going through them now. But I mean, it's so, I mean, it has happened. I mean, I have some in here that are 1997. Um, but the numbers did seem to change a lot. And also, you know, um, yeah, here's one from 1992. But I mean, we don't, you know, the standards of, tracking these things and of what police departments have tracked in their own records. I mean, that alone has changed a lot over the years. So there's mm. no way to know for sure. Yeah. But based on what I have recorded, the numbers changed drastically between 2008 and 2009, which I find interesting because that's when the economy plummeted. And, that, and one of the mm. first things that got pulled in most cities was animal control. Yep. So without animal control... Who's left to handle the dogs? Police. Do they have training? Yeah. No. What are they going to do? Fire their gun. Hmm. You know. Very interesting. Exactly. That's really interesting. Huh. So it's tied into when the economy. Yeah, that's very mm-hmm. interesting. But you know, but now things are coming back a little, so they should mm-hmm. be. You know, the stock market hit fifteen thousand today. So well, and even like where I live, I live in St. Louis City of St. Yeah. Louis, Missouri. You know, and we have we didn't have animal control for two years. Two years, which. Hmm. Actually, by state law, is not allowed because with our state, um, the state law says, you know, based on population is how it's determined if animal control is required, mm-hmm. and our population is very high, um, so we are required to have an animal control. And um, the health department had actually closed our animal control shelter, and mm-hmm. for whatever reason, it took two years to get it back up. But um, yeah, I mean, so, I mean, a lot of places, a lot of places, I mean, have, haven't even started getting it back in their, you know, in their states yet. But hopefully, you know, cities will start, now with things going up, will start getting their animal control back in order. So let me ask you, Kristen, when I see, like, in L.A., when I see a police car and it says canine unit, is that, so are they trained for animal control? Is that what it is? No. And oh, that okay. is one thing that I was thinking, too, because um, I thought, you know, you know, departments that have canine departments, you know, why can't they create some sort sort of policy where those people handle dog-related calls? But, they're, you know, they're specifically trained for... Drugs and bombs, right? They're, they're trained to attack. I mean, they're dealing with dogs that their job is to hurt people. You know, um, it's, it's not the same thing. They're not... 
They're not dealing with situations where they're supposed to stop dog encounters. They're supposed mm-hmm. to initiate them, you know. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the training just is nothing the same. And the body language of those dogs are nothing the same as a normal pet or a scared loose dog. It's you know, the body language of a trained attack dog does not mirror the body language of like a normal dog. But yeah, but a, but a lot of those dogs aren't they trained to like sniff out drugs and bombs and stuff like that, or strictly um, attack? Is that what you're saying? I don't know. I mean, there are dogs that are trained for that, but I yeah. don't know at what level. Like, I don't think that most cities have bomb detecting drugs. It's not common enough. I don't know if that's more of a federal level or mm-hmm. you know state level, but um, those dogs aren't as common. Okay. Well, I'm going to do some research in L.A. I'm, I'm going to let you know because now I'm curious because every once in a well, while I can do send you. I have lots of L.A. research. Um, LAPD, you know, okay. they have to keep, you know, because of their um, the Ronnie King incident, they have to keep ridiculous records. So yeah, they do. I can send, they do. Yeah, I can. I have lots on them. Yeah, and also New York. I mean, the NYPD. Same with them. Yeah. You know, they got um, they got called out on being such bad shooters. That they had to undergo, you know, tons of evaluations and training. So I have lots of records on them as well. Unbelievable. Absolutely. And now with Seattle, you know, Seattle, they got busted. Um, when the DOJ investigated the Seattle Police Department and mm-hmm. after a review determined that 80% of their encounters, um, in 80% of their encounters, they used excessive force. 80%. Eighty percent wow. of the time, that police department was using excessive force. Eighty percent. Eighty percent. That's a big number. Yeah, so, it's a big number. That's a huge that's number. That's kind of scary. It's scary, you know. Um, so now they're under, you know, federal evaluation and and um, accountability. So they're going to have lots of records now too. Hmm. Yeah, unbelievable. Okay. Absolutely mind-boggling. No, I've just got to say, whilst I was just looking to see if there's any other updates, and I've just fallen upon a picture of dogs, and I don't know if anybody else has seen this, of Venus, Carmen, Pablo, and Scooter. I don't know if anybody's seen this, but Howard, I've just put it in the chat room, and I know Howard, you're not in the chat room. Let me just send it to you, and you have a look at this. Okay. Absolutely fascinating. And, you know, these people think because the dogs have lost their legs or whatever, you think that they need to be put down. Just look at that. That is, to me, just absolutely amazing. Hmm. Unbelievable. My my, my internet's very slow today. I think it's gone as slow as I feel at the minute, doesn't it? <laughs> now, Miss Kristen, I, I, have a, I have a question for you, but nothing to do with this. Go ahead. You have your green ready for next Wednesday? You gotta wear green next Wednesday. Absolutely. That's go green day for Patrick. <laughs> Actually, I don't know oh, if you heard. I don't know if you heard. Keisha is going to trial after 26 months. Are you talking to me? Uh, yeah, I'm talking. Yeah, Keisha's actually going oh. to trial. She's actually going to trial. It took 26 months, and she will be going. To, she will have a jury decide. Actually, her fate that's now. pretty quick. That's pretty is it quick. really, Kristen? It really oh, yeah. is. Yeah. But people have murdered people and been convicted and tried in less than a year. How can and I years? have cases that have taken ten years to go to trial? No joke. For animals, you're talking about. Yeah, but either way, it's a police accountability issue. Unbelievable. I mean, you would think that you know, especially with um, 
you know, a police officer that would go faster. But I have some that go, take 10 years, yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's great. And, you know, and, it's just, and that's one of the frustrating part, though, because, you know, it's a tactic. It's a tactic. I mean, getting um, a, a trial put off is a tactic to get, to get people to give up. And it works. It works very well. I, can, I cannot tell you how many people give up after four or five months because nothing has happened. You know, um, people want instant justice, and it doesn't exist. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, you have to really understand what you're up against and what it's going to take and how long it's going to take because it takes a long time. It takes a long time. Unbelievable. Absolutely amazing. The thing is, Kristen, I, I was talking to Howard earlier and I was saying about how long. And the thing is, how much, firstly, must it be costing? And secondly, that's no deterrent, is it? Even to the people that are doing the abuse or whatever either. Yeah, I mean, in most of these cases, if it if it involves a constitutional violation, um, you have to go to federal court, and those cases start at twenty grand. Twenty grand. That's the starting cost to try those cases. Good, great. You know, so a lot well, of these cases been... don't get tried just because the people can't afford it, which is why getting that fund set up is so important. Because, um, you know, right now there isn't any. I can't find any lawyers in Texas to try any case against police. Um, and I was told flat out that by the last law firm I talked to, the lady was just really straightforward with me, and she said, you know, we we won't go against the police officer. She said, and bottom line, it's because we might need them to testify in a court case someday, and we don't want to ruin that relationship. And that is very um, concerning, <laughs> to say the least, you know. Um, like, that shouldn't be – that's – that's very problematic. And there was one there was one law firm that was willing to consider taking a case um, if they were given twenty thousand dollars up front. Unbelievable. Good grace. Who has twenty thousand dollars sitting around, you know? Uh, not very many people. Oh my god. Well the thing with Patrick is Keisha's a civilian. It's nothing you know, it's it's nothing to do with the police, but I'd like to know how much the Jer- how much Jersey has spent to defend, you know, for a public defender for Keisha? That's, I mean, 26 months. It's just, it's just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Well, it'll be a, it'll be a quick trial, that's for sure. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. Like the trials are quick. I mean, the trials sometimes only last a week, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, as far as I know, she only admitted. I think she only admitted him to tying to the railing. That was it. But he was, he was near starved to death. So uh, it'll be very interesting. That's for sure. I, think I do was, have a recent case that is very that was very upsetting, where the police shot a dog um, twice. The dog didn't die. The dog was tied to a fence, and the leash that he was tied with to the fence, they used it to hang the dog to finish killing him. It was very upsetting. But Sue, what blows yeah. me away in the Pat, in Patrick's case is she says I think she just admitted to tying to the railing. He was, I mean, you say everyone's seen the picture. He was less than 15 pounds. So obviously he wasn't eating for a long time. It takes a long time to get to that. He was barely 15 15 pounds when they found him. But you know what? That, again, is when OSL would have worked, only specific legislation. You got it. She's got a license, and she's got his microchip in there, and it's got her name on it. You're responsible. I don't give a shit what you attitude is or what was wrong or what your circumstances yep. are if you can't look after a dog 
find it a new home or go and take it to a local shelter. End of. Okay. No excuses. Right, and remember, everyone, I don't, there are, I don't care what attorneys you've got or what judges, there is not an excuse. End of. There are food banks in America for dogs. You exactly. do not have to pay for food for your dog. If you don't have the money, there is free food all over the country. All over yep. the country, free food. Yep. Yep. If you can't yep. afford to feed your dog, go to a food shelter for a dog. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, I don't know how long it took him to get, you know, he was he was pretty young when they, this was, what, over two years ago, so he was still a young little pup, but it had to take a long time for, you know, for him to get in that kind of shape. She had to be not be feeding him for a long time, I would think, or whoever, you know, whoever had him. <laughs> you yeah. know, the facts will come out. Um, Chrissy's, Chrissy's just asking in the chat room, and this I'll put this to both of you, it says, Howard, what do you think should be the outcome of Keisha Curtis' case? What would be the right punishment, in other words? I'll give you my opinion. Both you, what do you think that she should, will, should actually well, get? You know something, Sue, and, and you and I have discussed this. I've talked about it. It's in the hands of the jury. My opinion is, you know, it's not popular, but no matter what, karma's going to get Keisha, and, and you know how I feel. He's happy. He's healthy. The laws are going to change in New Jersey, hopefully throughout the country, and Patrick has brought on more advocates than any animal in the in. in I, I mean, it, it, it's just mind-boggling. Do I? You know, she goes to jail. You know, I don't know. I I, I just don't know. The jury's going to have to decide. We're going to have to hear all the facts. You know, I mean, mm. you are. I mean, Kristen, you are innocent until proven guilty in this country. So, and don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I don't want to you know get into it with Keisha, but I just feel that it's in the jury's hands. But I do know my opinion is in the long term. Patrick has done. Patrick has brought people together, and he's a happy little healthy guy. And uh, so I don't know. I don't know. It's it's not going to be a popular opinion what I just said. So. <laughs> well, no, you're, you're right. You know, you are innocent yeah. until proven guilty. But if there is, um, and I said, don't misunderstand me. I don't want you know. <laughs> no, but I, I think this has been um, legislatively kind of a bit of an issue when there is someone such as an animal who can't protect themselves, you know. Oh, um, I agree. I agree. Should, I agree should with that you. dog, should that animal be put in a, some sort of protective custody until it's determined one way or the other to um, prevent further possible abuse, neglect, whatever it may be? Um, what do you think? I was just giving you two sides like Sue says. That's not necessarily my, <laughs> my opinion in my heart. I was just giving you No, two I'm sides asking, like, I mean, if, I mean, is true and fair that someone's innocent until proven guilty, but if the question is whether or not, you know, someone such as a child or an animal who can't um, protect themselves, should they be in some sort of protective custody until it's determined? Well, Patrick's being fostered. He's been he's been in the lap of luxury for two years. Which is great. Yeah, he's, I mean, you know, yeah, he's, I being, think. he's being taken care of, you know, he's being taken care of the veterinarian that first took him in. Dr. But then you also think about, like, if it's, let's say, you've been accused of some sort of neglect mm-hmm. towards your animal, do you think that it's fair for them to take your animal until it's been decided by a jury? I mean, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know, you know, something, Chris, as much as I know, I don't know, there's a lot of stories. I don't know if she, I think she claims she was watching him for someone. So I'm not, you know, I'm not, but yes, I, I, I definitely hear what you're saying on that, 100%. 100%. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't think that there's always a, you know, I think I don't think that one way or the other is always the right answer. I think it kind of depends on the case, don't you? Absolutely. And the reason I said innocent until proven guilty, I was just throwing out, you know, as Sue says, too, so you got to give two sides to every story. 
But sure. in the long I mean, run, it's an interesting thing to think about it too. But at the end of the day, like Sue says, I know the word K I R M A is going to get Keisha. So. <laughs> you know what? Do you know what upsets me? And Chrissy's just brought reminded me of this. Is the one thing the captain said was the fact is that she's now moved. So even if it goes to court now and they say that she shouldn't have an old dog, it mm-hmm. doesn't affect where she is. So legally, she can actually go and get another dog because she's in a different state. See, that's, uh, that, that's a big issue. That, that's, or that's a, even that, city, yeah. That's a big that issue. That makes me physically sick. Mm-hmm. Yep. That makes me physically sick. That's wrong on every single level. Yep. It sure every is. Every single true. level. Yep. Now, there's something I want to... I'm going to change a little second. I want to tell people about something I found the other day. Now, obviously, I've just shared that um, picture with everybody about those dogs that have had their, lost their front legs and blah, 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 and a beautiful picture and amazing. Um, but I wanted to just tell everybody about something. Now, everybody at this moment in time is on Facebook having a go at each other, and there's a lot of bitching going on at the minute, and I hate it, right? We're animal advocates. We're supposed to be looking after each other, and dogs don't go fighting over every single little scrap of food. Dogs don't go fighting over pathetic little things. They're grateful for what they receive. They're forgiving and moving on and carry on, carrying on with things. They work as a team. They're a pack. And that's what these advocates need to start doing, not having a go at each other, snapping at each other's legs every time they move, mm-hmm. right? Now, I just want to say to everybody, to watch this video, okay? It's on YouTube, and Howard, I'll send this to you as well. Mm-hmm. An absolute amazing guy. I've forgotten his name, and I probably wouldn't have even been able to pronounce it anyway. And he's got no arms and no legs. Hmm. And it's called No Arms, No Legs, No Worries. Now, anybody who's got a heart, you're going to cry. But he's an amazing, amazing guy. And for all those people out there who are thinking that the world's a hard place at the minute and, you know, it's such a terrible thing and nothing's going right, look at what this guy can achieve and look what he's doing. And he's talking to kids in schools and saying to them, even though I've got no arms and even though I've got no legs, it's, I, you could still achieve things. And he said, one, like, what, just one of the quotes he said, I may not be able to hold my wife's hand, but I can hold her heart. Oh, an absolute amazing, amazing guy! I tell you what, it's absolutely just—it blew my mind. Just an amazing guy, absolutely lovely. And you can see kids in there, in their audience, listening to this guy. Nobody's making a peep; they're just totally listening to guy. He's actually on this table, and he's literally—he's making a joke out of himself. On one of the videos, he makes a joke of himself because he goes—he goes swimming in a pool. He climbs out the pool himself with no arms and no legs, hmm. climbs out, and he gets out and he says, boo, it's so cold. He said, I don't think, I, I can't even feel my arms. Hmm. And that's the way he is. Wow. Just an amazing, amazing guy. Everybody needs to watch that film. And just, and there's loads more on YouTube. Just go and have a look. Just an amazing guy. Just an amazing guy. But, so I'm glad you said so, what you said. You know, you know, you know. It's not, you know, most of us on Facebook, you know, majority of the people are adults over 18. It's not high school. You know, if you don't yeah. like a page or a group, then don't go there. Just don't go there. You know. Yeah. Then go on to your thing. Go cross post something. Go volunteer. Just, just, you know, you don't have to make any nasty comments. It's just uncalled for. Yeah. Well, Kristen, thank you so much, darling, for calling in. Not a problem. You guys have a good day. 
You too, Kristen. And Take care. I'll give you a call. Okay. okay. Bye. <laughs> Take Jesus. care. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. Well, Howard, another great show. Another great show. She is amazing. And, Sue, I don't want people to misunderstand what I said when innocent to proven guilty because you know, most people know how I feel. But, you know, that's uh, that's the two sides to every story. Yes. And that's what it's all about, all about. That's right. Exactly. So, Howard, thank you very much for joining the show. And uh, I look pleasure. forward to speaking to you again very soon. Yes, and, uh, of course, a week uh, today will be our next show. Yes, and if anybody wants got some stories they want to share with us, by all means, email us at asksueshow at gmail.com, and uh, we will book you in for next week's show as well. Howard, thank hug- you very much again. Big hugs to Kathy, and happy birthday to Pebbles. Yes. <laughs> Cheers, Howard. Thanks okay. very much. Cheers, honey. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Um, thank you very much to everybody for listening to the show. Uh, we've got 30 seconds, so I very quickly want to tell you to please go and like the Ask Sue Radio Show Network page. We've got the Ask Sue Show group, and also you can email me at asksueshow at gmail.com. Thank you very much to everybody for listening to the show, and you can also go and watch and listen to the shows on YouTube. Just type in Ask Sue Official, Official Ask Sue. Thank you very much for joining the show, and I will speak to you all very, very soon. Good night. Bye-bye.